Hello, welcome to Dailyish. This is episode 32 of what is likely your favorite podcast in your podcast player, I would assume. Why else would you tune in? I don't know. These and many questions will remain unanswered for future episodes to discover. This episode of Dailyish. First of all, sorry before I even say that, it's Thursday, August 21st. It's a balmy but cloudy 19 degrees Celsius. This is not a weather podcast. This episode of Daily is brought to you, as always, by Campaign Monitor. I just finished sending out the campaign newsletter to our Good Stuff folks. Goodstuff.fm slash newsletter is where you can sign up to get hilarious and funny things sent to your inbox directly from, well, from my brain, to be honest, but uh, most of it's centered around content, podcasts specifically, that we produce at Goodstuff.fm. I still have people coming up to me who... Uh, quote-unquote real-life people who don't know that I'm involved with podcasting. And obviously, if they don't know that, they're not going to hear this, so why would I bother talking about it here? But it's my show, and it's uh, just whatever I want. So, um, And it's confusing to me because I don't understand what... It's it's just the magic or mystery of Twitter and Facebook, I guess, where I share nearly every day links to things I talk about or podcasts I produce or am involved with friends, podcasts, all those kinds of things on Good Stuff, and yet there's still a mystery about what Good Stuff actually is. And so I don't know what what the best way around that is. I could, I guess I could hold some seminars, maybe put on some presentations for friends and family, rent out a room at the library, give a talk, maybe uh, send out some, hire some friends to wear t-shirts around town. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but the... Uh, the point is, podcasting still remains a mystery to a lot of folks, and I'm distracted because I think I hear my daughter has woken up from her nap. I'm quickly recording this uh, episode before we pack up the kids, the fam, head into a van and drive for seven-ish hours um, to a cousin's wedding in a far-off land called Manitoba, and the uh the joys and and uh, happiness and fun of traveling with kids on a long distance trek like that. Um, I, st- I certainly prefer it to trying to do airline travel and just being able to throw all your junk in the van. My wife is a really good packer. I'm a not a great packer, but uh, but nevertheless, being able to throw all your stuff in the van, take it along, not have to worry about fitting everything into a certain amount of space. We are, we're at the stage of life where we still have to bring a playpen along, but that's the biggest thing we have to bring along. And so there isn't a ton of stuff that we have to try and pack in. There's lots of room in a minivan We're for a family of five. And uh, and I have to like yeah, f- figure out whether you're going to be under certain regulations and things like that. It would take us probably, um, well, an hour of flying time, but realistically it's you know three hours from three to four hours from the time you leave your house to the airport to landing to getting to your destination, in this case where we're headed, um, four to five hours really. And so it doesn't save a whole lot of time and there's a a whole mess of convenience that you give up by not having a vehicle and all that kind of stuff. I digress. My point being that um, tactics for traveling with kids in a car over a long distance have changed obviously since when we were kids. I was a kid anyways, some 30 years ago. Yikes. Um, where I was uh, given a book, um, maybe a watch, a uh, digital watch if I was lucky, to play with, um, pencil, some 
crayons, maybe a piece of paper, and uh, just told to watch out the window for eight hours um, on the same trek. Single lane highway, so like just one lane in each direction, whereas now we have two lanes in each direction, so there's no passing and stuff and very little passing and things involved. But anyways, um, so our kids now have, we've, we have the iPad mini, we try and our tactic is, I'm curious what you, the listener out there in uh, podcast dailyish land, what your tactics are if you have kids. I'd love to hear uh, ideas and suggestions. Chris at goodstuff.fm. I don't want to hear it though if your suggestion is just buy them each an iPad and and go. And that's I'm not judging you for doing that, but uh, that's that's no fun. There's there's a certain element. I'm not one of those people who says you have to just like you can't have any technology in your life. But I feel like there is a certain amount of of uh, creativity and thoughtfulness that one can develop when forced to just sit with your thoughts and I don't do a great job of that anymore because my thoughts are often occupied very quickly if I have a few moments notice or a few moments to myself to uh, by you know checking Twitter or checking um, mainly Twitter emails I guess occasionally and Instagrams and things like that instapapered articles um, and so I like to try and push my kids to be a little bit creative with their thoughts and their boredom. Um, but by the same token, it's a long drive and w- my wife and I, so we need our sanity. And so we try and hang on with, uh, handing over an iPad. We just have the one iPad mini for as long as possible until, you know, the last couple hours of the trip and then, you know, let them watch a movie or TV show or, or take turns playing some games and those kinds of things. Um, and luckily our oldest is, um, he's a, he loves reading. And so that kind of trickles down a bit as a, you know, an example, um, uh, to the younger two to even, even though they can't read per se yet, they look at books for, well, he's looking at books and those kinds of things. So that's certainly a, a point in our favor or, uh, that helps us out. But, um, but yeah, the whining stop starts, you know, usually as you hit the get out of the city and, and, uh, asking and begging for the iPad to watch something or play something. And, uh, we'd just kind of say, you know, you can, you can handle it and, uh, let them deal with it for a while. And, uh, I don't know, like our, our oldest still, you know, would happily definitely could spend probably seven hours on the iPad there and back 14 hours straight. No problem. Middle one, a little less. So the youngest we'll see, but, um, I feel like there is they they've benefited. He's had some time to read. He reads way more than if we just would hand over the iPad and he might read on the iPad, but I know that given the choice he would just, you know, play a game or watch a video. And that's a whole other discussion, but uh that's just the what the way we roll, I guess. Your mileage may vary. I'm curious what <laughs> your van's mileage may vary as well. Curious what you uh do. What do you do if you're a parent? What do you think parents should do if you're not a parent, if you're a a kid, a younger adult, a person who of a certain age, I don't know what that age is, for trips and travel and uh, how do you uh, occupy your time? Do you just give in to the tech thing? Do you actively abstain from tech screens, whatever you want to call it? Hit me up, uh, chris at goodstuff.fm or on Twitter, iChris on the Twitters. This episode of Good Stuff can be found at goodstuff.fm slash dailyish slash 32. You can support me and my podcasting efforts, as I've mentioned before many times, at Patreon, 
patreon.com slash ichris, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash ichris. Any little amount will help, and I appreciate each and every one of you for listening. Thanks, and have a great day. Thank you.